welcome to the Taproom Exclusive. I'm your host, Dean Zarbaugh. Today's show is sponsored by House of Helga. Are you a brewery looking for some vibrant, stunning artwork to slap on that freshly bottled or canned beer? Or maybe you're starting a brewery and need help with coming up with a logo. If so, contact House of Helga for all your design needs. They've worked with Masthead, Streetside, and yours truly here at the Taproom Exclusive. You can check out Kyla's entire portfolio of incredible work at houseohelga.com. On today's show, I chat with Vince Ronaldo and Kyle Mullen of Madcap Brewing Company about their I Milked a Cat Once Milk Stout. But first, a taste of what's going on in the craft beer world with this week's Tasting Glass, brought to you by Northeast Ohio Craft Brewery News. Some exciting news from our friend Rob at Northeast Ohio Craft Brewery News. Rob will be doing a collaboration brew with Sean at Acronym Brewing for a planned spring release. It will be a scaled-up version of a home brew Rob has made three times. More details to come on both the beer and the release date, so stay tuned to Northeast Ohio Craft Brewery News on Facebook. Congratulations go out to Funky Turtle Brewing Company in Toledo, Ohio. They delivered the very first Funky Turtle kegs to the Casual Pint Toledo, Garden Harvest Marketplace, and Wildside Brewing Company. Be on the lookout for even more Funky Turtle Brewing Company beer in the future. Bill Babbitt of Drink Up Columbus is reporting that Galena Brewing Company has moved to Westerville. According to Bill, the new location provides at least triple the seating of the Johnstown location, and with their new dual three-barrel system, the range of their tap selection will increase. For more information on this, check out Bill's story on Drink Up Columbus. Bill is also reporting that the final beer from Three Tigers Brewing's head brewer Patrick will be released at the Granville Tap Room later this month. Proceeds will help support a scholarship in his name. Sadly, Patrick succumbed to cancer last spring. Before his passing, he put down a Moroccan truffle stout in apple brandy barrels, and 12 months later, the 12% ABV stout has been bottled. According to Bill, this limited edition beer will be available on Sunday, January 26th at 1.30 p.m. It will be in 22-ounce bottles for a $35 donation with a three-bottle per person limit. For more information on this beer and the event, check out Bill's article on Drink Up Columbus. Cincinnati's High Grain Brewing Company is conducting a fundraiser for Australia and their fight with deadly fires inspired by Sierra Nevada's campfire relief beer last year. According to High Grain, on February 24th, they will release Lil Joey Pale Ale in 16-ounce four-pack cans in draft and donate 25% of the net proceeds to Australian Fire Departments and Wildlife Rescue. Pre-orders of the cans are open now. Historic fires in Australia have engulfed over 10.5 million hectares of land and are projected to worsen in the coming weeks. That's an area covered from Lexington to Columbus to Indianapolis, roughly the size of the state of Ohio. We are alarmed to learn that some of our own neighbors are not aware of environmental disaster, which has killed over 1 billion animals and 18 people, according to some estimates. High Grain offers their recipe for the Joey Pale Ale to any brewery who wants to brew and sell this beer to benefit this worthy cause. High Grain will not be administering a not-for-profit, but they ask that breweries sell this beer in their tap rooms or cans and donate as they see fit. Beneficiaries from the High Grain Brewing Company sales to include NSW Regional Fire Department, Victoria County Fire Authority, Wires Wildlife Rescue, and for more information and access to the recipe, visit highgrainbrewingcompany.com. 
And a show note for the Taproom exclusive, you can now subscribe to the show on YouTube. I will be uploading video episodes that I record simultaneously along with the podcast. So if you were ever interested to see what these audio interviews look like, along with the brewery being featured, now you can. I will also be uploading some new video series that I am currently developing alongside some friends and brewers, and I can't wait to share more with you. And that's all for this week's Tasting Glass. My interview with Vince and Kyle from Madcap in Kent, Ohio is up next. Welcome back to the Taproom Exclusive. I'm Dean Zarba. I'm here with Vince Ronaldo and Kyle Mullen. We are moving on to the I Milked a Cat Once Milk Stout. Uh, love the name. Talk a little bit about the name for people who might not be in on, on the joke. And uh, talk a little bit about the beer. Yeah, this is... Uh Kyle's uh, Kyle's brainchild, uh, if you will, but uh, he can speak on it. But it's definitely a, a killer reference to a pretty solid movie. Yeah, we were. Vince told me we were bringing bringing Millis out, so we were going back and forth through text message, just brainstorming names on it, and thought of meet the parents and you know the classic line where he's talking to the when he is meeting the parents, and we looked it up too. And when you think of something like that too, the first thing we do is be going untapped, and we're yeah. like. Someone probably already did this. We were, and I was actually surprised that no one had really made yeah. a reference to it. Yet. I'm like, we have to do this. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. It's always fun to, to try to come up with a name, but then there's always that that instant of, oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. To, is this available? Yeah. To, oh, it's not. And then you're like, oh, now I got to start back at the beginning. Right. So it's always nice to find that that nice one that actually hasn't been that's actually where i was talking to ben northheim at collision ben mm-hmm. that's how it was Town, yeah. their ipa they were surprised nobody had come up with that yet yeah and you know all the different nicknames cleveland has you figured somebody would have named Absolutely. that before then but yeah. it's you know, every once in a while you just fall into one of those things that and does it, that i think it it depends how you posture your brewery like if if you try to build something that has either locally based or anything like that sometimes it gets tricky because you know there's a million locations that probably have similar naming for things and so that gets tricky but i think luckily having diverse interests interests like movies and music and stuff like that we've been able to pull some silly silly references to hopefully make our beer names entertaining if if anything yeah people get a kick out of ordering them in the tap room too it makes it a thing you know yeah husband and wife come in and they see it makes puts a smile on their face they laugh about right. it you know they have fun ordering it through the bartenders so it's, it's something know. to remember that you yeah. know like it's 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 weird to say but it's the small things right that that right. make yeah. uh yeah. you know make or break a, a visit to a place mm-hmm. and just even the smallest thing like that like the fun name in a beer yes could make someone come back again and again just because they're like oh they that, i like going there and saying their names yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. you oh, know yeah. that's and that's a cool feeling too to to know people are embracing that yeah, and, and I hope it in. gives people a good impression of who we are. I mean, we're just a bunch of goofballs that are trying to, I don't know, make your day a little bit better, have fun, relax, like just chill, have a beer, play some pinball, yep. and, you know, hopefully forget about some of the stress that may be in your life, and that's ultimately what we try to offer here. Yeah, Absolutely. So this is a milk stout. We we covered that. What's the uh, what's the profile on this beer? Um, this one's a little more unique. I, I was honestly I was interested because uh, the company that we get our grain from had this coffee malt, so I was kind of interested in looking at playing with that. So it's 
maybe a little less, you know, chocolatey, uh, maybe a little bit, a little bit less roast, but just has kind of a unique kind of bite to it that uh, I think some milk stocks don't typically have, and that's kind of what I was looking to play with and just seeing what that had to offer. Differentiating yourself enough from the style that just to give it something different. Yeah, and this is honestly maybe even just a one-off experimental beer just to see what that that grain did. Yeah. Now, do you like making stouts? I do. I personally don't know that I feel like I'm the most successful at making stouts, <laughs> but I feel like this is probably one of the better ones that I've made in my own view, but I'm sure you talk to other people, they'll disagree with me. But <laughs> Uh, it's done really well in the tavern. I think we're surprised too because we did a six barrel batch of this. Yeah, yeah. And it's gone really fast. Nice. You know, yeah. This is a beer that we sell a lot in the taproom. Decent amount outside, but not as many people are buying kegs of it outside. It's just, you know, because they don't go through as fast. It'll right. sit on the line for a little while. But we've gone through it very quickly in the taproom. And I think we're a little surprised by that too, probably because it's a lower ABV. A lot of recent stouts we've done have been a little higher in ABV yeah so it's a little more sessionable than some of the other ones that are remembered in the eights and nines mm-hmm. so well as somebody who doesn't normally gravitate towards stouts that's a nice thing to see is a six percent next to it yeah. you know I know I'm not the normal stout drinker but mm-hmm. uh it's it makes me want to approach it a little bit more yeah because sometimes you know if I drove down here from my place mm-hmm. and then I gotta go back last thing I want to do is get too too oh, yeah. high in my beers and sometimes I feel with stouts they kind of just sit in my stomach a little heavier yeah and so I just don't go towards them and I'm like I don't want to but this is a nice it strikes that nice balance of of stout with that nice bite and the smoothness in the front yeah thanks I appreciate that yeah I I personally have, uh, I appreciate beers that have uh, lower ABV because I I like to drink beer but I don't like to get out of control and yeah being yeah. a new parent, trying to be a parent and not uh, worried about getting too crazy. Yeah, and to each their own. Like, I know a lot of people gravitate towards higher ABV years, but I'm the same way. Like, I see a higher ABV a lot of times it makes me steer away from it. That's well, just, I'll try it at home. Yes. It's like if something I can maybe hopefully get in a package. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Or, you know, I can sit at home and just enjoy it there. Right. But unless I'm Ubering or something. Yes. It's not going to be something that I that I go for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we, I, my wife and I were out at On Tap eating dinner the other day, and they had Bourbon County On Tap, and I was oh. like, I have to, bur- I have to get a, a 10-ounce pour of this. Yeah. Those are, there's occasions like that where you have to do it. It happens. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you come across beers like that, it's hard to pass those. <laughs> it's hard to pass that up. I heard pretty good things about this year's. Uh, this year's it was actually. great. I loved it. It was 15.4%, though, too. Oof. So, again, as, you know, I had a beer before that, I had that. Then you're about you're about good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, if if somebody was to take this home uh, and enjoy it, uh, if you wanted to maybe do, yeah, would I you mean, do maybe dessert with this. Yeah, I mean that's kind of where my head was. Is like, I mean, with the holidays just being around, uh, any chocolate or nice little cookie session would be uh, enjoyable with this guy. I think. Um, but yeah, that's funny. I. I guess I don't typically think about food Pairing. pairings as much as uh Well, I've talked I to should. a lot of people who there's brewers who've told me they don't they don't drink when they eat at all. Yeah. They they want to if they want the flavor of the beer, they're going to drink a beer and not let the food mix 
with the flavor of the beer and mm-hmm. vice versa. Uh, everybody's different. So yeah. um, it's it's not unheard of to, to think that yeah. way or to, <laughs> to kind of have it. In the, like, I don't always think of it when I drink a beer. Not, that's not always my next thing is, hey, what, do I, what am I going to eat with this? Yeah. It might be like if I'm getting a pizza or something, I'm probably going to have an IPA. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, it just depends on, on my mood really at the end of the day. Yeah. I've, I mean, the weird part for me is like I, I tend to be somewhat seasonally drinking, but I end up being, I feel like I go into dad mode beer drinking where I want something lower alcohol. It ends up being probably something like a Pilsner or uh, low ABV pale ale or IPA or something like that and I just have a couple and that's it yeah so you were talking about this was kind of playing around with a a malt did how did it turn out in your opinion as far as the the malt itself did you like how it kind of played with everything offered some unique characteristics that um I was pleasantly surprised by I mean it was you know like I said before I felt like I've never been quite nailing uh stouts or necessarily porters but um it was just kind of a nice tool to be like okay this is something i'd like to apply to this beer in the Mm -hmm. future and and whatnot and i mean with the way this beer is selling i feel like i'll probably do it again maybe manipulate it a touch and kind of see where it goes yeah you were talking but kind of being like a seasonal drinker this is perfect time of year for this beer yeah. to be on yeah absolutely. um sometimes coming out at, at, in the middle of summer with a milk stout or something something huge is right. is a little a little weird but there's an audience for everything there all is, the time yeah. you know there's uh there's a lot of people out there who don't think uh there's a season to drink specific right. things and more power to them you know right. if we all drink the same thing the same way there'd only be one way to do it so yeah yeah, yeah for sure. variety variety's fun no for sure we try to keep it as diverse as we possibly can here because i know we tend to end up getting more ipa heavy at times and i sometimes i swing it back around where Mm -hmm. i try to have a diverse range just so anybody that comes in isn't totally turned off by oh you have all ipas and what am i going to do there's still a lot of people out there who do not like ipas that is true and (laughs) you know we all like the same thing yeah, you know, my my dad always likes to say that if you like Ripple, it's a good wine. Uh, so you know, right. you don't all drink the same thing. Let's enjoy what we do drink, and let's let's just share the experience together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I really like about your place is there. This is a place to come for an experience. Yes. Yeah. For sure. Um, there's there's just so much space to go. You know, to it doesn't feel cramped. I mean, even on your busiest day, like how many people can you fit in here? What's your max capacity? You know, off the like order? legal, it's two forty. I mean, that's two hundred forty people in here does it still doesn't look like it's that busy because they're dispersed everywhere. Right. So, and that's what I don't like going to places that sometimes you feel cramped in, or there's just you get fifteen people in there and it's it's loud and right. Here it seems like everything kind of will disperse out. Oh yeah, and and nothing gets too too crazy one side or the other yeah and that's why this open feel the tap room i mean we just you know we don't we only have bar service you walk up to the to the bar and grab your beer it doesn't feel that bad even when there's a line here because there is so much open space like that's one of the one of the great things about this building is how much space we do have so we might as well use it all and even on our busiest nights it doesn't feel you know i you know for someone that i don't really like being in big crowds a lot of times Mm -hmm. i never feel like Oh man, it's overcrowded in here because it's so evenly yeah. dispersed. So, what was what's the square footage on here? Fifteen thousand, seventeen thousand, somewhere in there. It's a over fifteen. It's between fifteen and eighteen. I want to say I don't know exactly. Yeah, what it is. I, I think because uh, 
Ventry, the coffee uh, roaster, occupies some space. So I think as far as what we uh, occupy as Madcap, it's around 15. Okay. Yeah, that's nice to see. You got Bent Tree right next yeah. door. Yeah. You guys share a building. Yeah. You guys ever do a collab on? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, oh yeah. that's awesome. This is like yeah. one of the few times that we don't have we anything, don't have a Bent Tree. Yeah. yeah. Which we will. But we're just kind of in between phases. Yeah, we usually have week. at least one beer. Nice. That has some of their coffee in it, which is great. We love yeah. those guys. Yeah. No, I've been seeing coffee pale ales take off lately. Yeah. Yeah. Been doing a big thing with those. Yeah, they have like a pretty incredible flavor profile, which. Maybe that's something we need to yeah. think about in the near future. Yeah, I, I'm not. It's so funny because I don't drink coffee plain. I don't like it. But okay. in a beer, you uh, I'm a game. Oh, wow. Like, I just had Great Lakes just came out with the new Dunkelweizen. Yeah. It's, uh, it's cold brew coffee, chocolate, and orange peel. Oh, fun. And I was really blown away by it. I was oh, like, okay, nice. I can actually do this. It's all about balance. And yeah. If you're not doing, if it's not all coffee or one thing or the other, mm-hmm. then I'm, I'm game. So it's yeah. it's nice to kind of expand my and I can't explain why either. It's so weird that I just don't like coffee by yeah. itself. Yeah, no, I, I get that. I mean, I, sorry. No, you're good. Um, anything else about uh, I milked a cat once that uh, that I might have forgotten to to possibly cover on this one? I think that about sums it up. Yeah, no, I mean, I think this uh, might be the first and last time, and or maybe we'll brew it again, but. Yeah in some variation of it but uh yeah i think this is a, a nice first shot for us on a on a milk stout nice i i hope to see you guys do more of this uh, i really really enjoyed it and uh tune in next week for another all new episode here at madcap brew Co.